Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to rise and shred with the one, the only, the handsome, the devilishly handsome, Jacob Gaffney, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Putting on a profile this morning. Looking good. Looking handsome. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into some very important topics this week. If you didn't catch Rise and Shred last week, you missed out. You missed out on a lot of important stuff. And if you want to subscribe, do it right now, right, Jacob? Click yeah. the link below. Rise and Shred. Don't miss a single day of it. We don't bring, there's no BS in our, in our newsletter. It's not no. even a newsletter. It's not a newsletter. It's a daily diary. That's what our, that's what we're all about. We are daily diary of the mortgage industry. That's what we're here for. All right, Jacob, let's dive into this. So let's start with some startups. You know, it seems like to me, we have a lot of people who are from outside the industry kind of trying to flood into our industry. This good, this bad. What do you think here? Uh, You know, I think that we've seen this before, right? Um, We've seen a lot of people thinking mortgages. I can do that. Can you do that? No, but I can do that because I'm special. I'm from Silicon Valley. And they don't really ever fully appreciate that mortgages are a people business. They never really get that tech can only be as good as the user experience of the people using it. And let's face it with mortgage, there's a lot of different kinds of people using the tech. So it's very, very hard to generalize and anonymize and fill the disclosures and to get all that in and stay up with regulatory compliance and everything like that. You can't do it. No. Everyone thinks they can, so they try to get into it. Now, that said, I think we need the competition, man. Oh, okay. I I think we're more and more consolidating way too high up. I think we're more and more not letting that kind of disruptive attitude in. We've already, hey, you saw it last week yourself firsthand. I did. People don't want competition. Nope. They don't want it. They They just want to be able to identify everything. They don't want anything with a new definition coming in and messing things up. So I, you know, I like it. It gives us something to talk about. Um, I'm a bit concerned about how much money they're just kind of like throwing into the industry. But hey, you got it. Spend it. All right. Yeah. It's just that we face it. Now, there are some things that will work. There are some things that won't work. But I think that there are the key to the good technology. Yeah. Is you got to have a mortgage insider running the show somewhere. Like what, okay. what we've seen, you've got to have someone, you can't have these finance gurus kind of like stepping in and thinking they're going to, you need a veteran that has been, your chief technology officer has got to have like 20 years experience. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If you look through the all these IPOs that are going on and you look at the leadership across the board and you read deep into those S1s, you sure. can see that they're going, all the people, they, 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 they have the deck stacked on chief technology talent. So that's just they 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 know it because they lived it. Sure. So if people haven't lived it, they just can't step into it. It's that's that's my two cents. I have more two cents. You want some more two cents? Where you I, want want, I want a little bit more two cents because I'm feeling the exact same way. And again, I'm all about you know new ideas coming into this space. But when you're running a mortgage, so let's just talk about this one that we talked about in Rise and Show this week. We work the you know the the founders starting to throw his ring into that. They're raising a lot of money for it. When somebody has no idea about our space, again, I. It makes me just question if they're coming from the right, if they're just getting in to make money or they're actually coming in to better the space. We don't just need more mortgage company. We don't just need people just throwing the ring in the hat to make money. We need people in here for the right reasons, to better the consumer experience, to better the entirety of our industry, not just to make money. I agree. And and the whole business model of WeWork itself has had questions to its validity. It's had questions to its long term. Even though we all know what it is, doesn't yeah. mean that we all need to get behind it. 
Uh, see, and that's, I guess that's what I, where I'm coming from too, is just because they think, you know, they've done something great. And again, I love that you question, they, 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 they have some questionable business practices. So we just need to make sure that people who are coming into the space are coming in for the right reasons. I guess that's it. Let's end with that. I, it'll be interesting to see where things continue to progress or, or who we continue to see enter into the space. Next thing, stimulus, big talk, you know, the new administration, there's the stimulus sound, it is going through. So Good thing, bad thing, you know, Barry Habib talked about, you know, is this going to affect rates? But what's your take on the stimulus and how it's going to affect our industry? So it's really interesting the way the stimulus is rolling out and evolving and uh, the way in which they're trying to solve the nation's problems, you know, last yeah. back to the last recession, uh, how they basically gave stimulus to the big banks. Right. Yeah. That mm -hmm. was basically they're like, hey, here's some money. Go and lend it. And the big banks are like, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get around to that in five years or so. Sure. Uh, we're just going to sit on our cash for the most part. Um, didn't really do a whole lot of lending. The homebuyer tax credit did, did a little bit. Homebuyer tax credit won't really work in this environment. There's no supply. Sure. So there's, there's no distressed houses. So they have made forward thinking steps in that the stimulus needs to go directly to individuals. We are seeing little blips in the economy when people are getting their stimulus checks. Some people are suffering and do have to spend it, but it's not going far enough. So I think what we're seeing is an evolution of stimulus. The latest one is that they'll have a child tax credit that right. pays out over the course of a year. So now they're thinking, Right. They're thinking like, how can I make the stimulus be more effective? So it's a duration play all of a sudden. That's new. That's new. Hmm. They're going to work. We'll see. We'll see. But what's more important is that are they going to get even more creative? I hope so. I hope if they want to I hope if they think that they, we want to relieve some student loan debt, we're going to help reduce your student loan debt in the form of a home buyer tax credit when you buy the house. And no one's going to know whether or not you're getting that homebuyer tax credit because they don't know if you have the student debt. That way, mm -hmm. the seller can't bake the higher tax credit into the cost and the selling because it's high. But Good I point. get 15 grand off my student loans if I buy a house. Boom. That's thinking stimulus. Someone yeah. write that down, Josh. Send that to your folks in Washington. I was going to say, right there, ladies and gentlemen, write that down. That's a good point right there. Jot it yeah. down. And that's what you can look forward to. That's what Jacob's full. That's what, that's what we're here for in Rising Shred. Mm -hmm. Those ideas, keep, keeping this mind, let's, keeping this conversation going. Let's switch gears a little bit. Super Bowl. Okay. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Congratulations. Congratulations, Buccaneers. Congratulations. Big kudos to them. Whether you're a Chiefs fan, whether you're a Bucks fan, you know, uh, interesting. You know, I'm... Uh, I'm not a huge NFL fan anymore. I think it's more, uh, more acting and more, more, mm -hmm. uh, call it what it is. I know yeah. you, I don't want to offend anybody when it comes to their sports team. Some people are all NFL. I just think it's a lot of overpaid athletes in my opinion, but that I digress. Let's talk Super Bowl. Who actually won the Super Bowl? In our opinion, it was a big year. I want to say maybe a big year for our industry. We saw a lot of advertising. Mm -hmm. uh, let's, uh, let's, let's dive into this, Jacob. What are your thoughts on, on the Super Bowl? Well, first of all, I felt that the Super Bowl was this, the Super Bowl yesterday really, really encapsulated the nation like ever before. <laughs> like we've, we've, I think it had everything that we're going through. It felt like a lockdown Super Bowl. Right. To be honest, it, it it played like a lockdown Super Bowl. It looked like the economy, and I can get into that a little bit more. Yeah, but it was pretty cool that there were mortgage people advertising. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I also saw that. I don't know if you saw the Reddit Wall Street bets. I did. That was yeah, pretty, 
Yeah. You know, and then Robin Hood advertised. Robin Hood advertised in it as well. It had all the drama in the advertisements. <laughs> so I was watching the advertisements. Rocket Mortgage bought the most time. Yeah. Uh, United Wholesale had something in there kind of confusing with their, is it United Wholesale? Is it findthebroker.com? You know, it's it's kind of like the message was a little bit, you, you know, not clear with the dude with the house on his head and the woman looking at it a little, but I got it. Okay. It didn't make me want to look for a broker, but it did make me want to get a house. So half sure. success there. And they had guaranteed rate playing it safe kind of at the end. Right. And, you know, let's face it, like, Rocket Mortgage was very, very confusing advertisement as far as I'm concerned. It, it, it was it was very trendy. It was uplifting. It was all that. But I, I would have almost managed like you need a house. Go here because they forget that mortgages are still very, very, very complicated to potential home buyers. And it's a especially scary time. The rest of the ads really dealt with how to support local businesses, how to be cool with the economy. You know, these ads came across as like, we are winning. They yeah. didn't come across as we are part of this. We're all in this together. Hugs. It really came across as it looked like Rocket Mortgage, United Wholesale, and Guaranteed Rate were competing with each other for the best ad and for their best top of the market share instead of like trying to like spread the love, which was yeah. kind of the rest of the theme of the Super Bowl. So that was kind of my take on that. I was very, very excited. Don't get me wrong. Very excited to see participation in mortgage in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. I'm nitpicking here, okay? Yeah. Observations because it's the daily diary of the mortgage <laughs> industry. And you write about what missed you the day yeah. before as much as what success was. But let's talk about the game itself. All right, let's talk about it. The game itself was actually the American economy. Hmm. Okay. And Patrick Mahomes was the American economy. You know, he went in like at the beginning of the pandemic. I think we're going to be with it. Okay. I think we could do this. You know, had a couple of setbacks still kind of had the, the, you know, the motion. I can, I can take, I can, I can take this back. I can take this back. But then somewhere around the third quarter, the med started wearing off. He started limping. He started struggling. He started throwing these Hail Marys, you know, God, please make something work. Nobody catch this. Meanwhile, Tom Brady's the mortgage market. Calm, cool, collective, every pass of completion, smooth sailing the whole time through. Don't worry, it'll be okay. Schooling everybody else in the house on how it's done. That's the mortgage market, ladies and gentlemen. Change my mind. Try to. Try to change my mind. Change my mind. You had Tom Brady, old white guy, running the show through the whole thing. It was so good. The expertise, the class, the delivery, it was all there. And it was, it was a good example about how the mortgage market is a great place for people to get into. You can learn underneath. You can come and support. It really underpinned that you need great leadership. Again, this is something Ooh. we talked about at the top, how a great leader can come just in. Well, you had, you had, you had uh, Rich on your yeah, show I did. last week. Case in point, Rich Rich goes into Princeton through solid leadership, gets huge, huge, huge amounts of growth compared to everyone else. His growth is like even bigger and still goes from success to success to success. It's not just the team that makes the win. It was the leader. 100%. And I think he showed that. And that was just awesome. And, and it showed that experience has wisdom in it. 
and the ability to leverage it was key. And I just thought it was so impressive. I oh, thought it was so impressive. And I think, you know, after playing in that game, Patrick Mahomes, like the economy, is going to come back. He's going to get vaccinated. And he's going to be back on track. Stronger than ever, ready to hit. So mm -hmm. here, I, I love this comparison. I literally made this the same analogy earlier. I was talking to somebody else prior to this, and I said, you know what's really interesting is Tom Brady, he comes in, he comes into an organization, a losing organization. Like, look at the Buccaneers, what they were prior to this. He comes in as a leader and just absolutely turns his organization around. Just 100% comparing this to the industry. I'm not saying our industry needed a turnaround, but he is just that leader that he just got it done. He knows what he's doing. He's been doing it for 20 years. He's had how many Super Bowls under his belt? He was so calm and so clay. I love watching him in particular. Again, you love him or hate him. As a leader, watching him under pressure, it was like, whoa. Like Leadership should watch that guy and just like, Wow, I can uh, I can learn a lot from him. And and again, even even when he got stuck or when he was getting when you know when he had rushes coming in, coming from somebody who played football, coming from a defensive end that when I played mm -hmm. in football, when it was my job to blitz, when I was coming in from that that outside line and just going full force, like my job was to kill that quarterback. When he saw that guy coming, what's funny is I watched him a couple times. He would step right up in. Like, and yeah. I'm not turning this to a sports analogy, but this is our industry. I, Jacob, you couldn't have hit it on the head better. I think right now, more than ever, our industry is calm, is collected. Uh, I think there's some new blood. I love comparing Mahomes, too. I think he's got opportunity. You see him. You see the potential that he is. I think he's there. But watching somebody like Tom Brady, he can even learn from him. I, I heard a quote after the game that he's like, I, you know, being going into the Super Bowl, I learned so much. I'm watching Tom and how he reacted to this entire event. Like, it, that just shows that he's willing. He's he's a great leader in in the making as well because he's willing to learn, willing to see somebody who's gone before him. So, Jacob, this is probably one of the best comparisons you I've ever heard in the industry. Like I'm like this is absolutely just phenomenal, and I mm -hmm. and I hope everybody takes this to heart because this this needs to be discussed. We need to be talking about this. Going back real quick, I agree with what you said with about Rocket. I. In my personal opinion, again, we stay very agnostic. We stay very Switzerland. We try to do that within within Rise and Shred. Stay within your space. If you're gonna if you're gonna promote Rocket, promote Rocket. I think it confused consumers more than anything, and I I think that was the hardest part for me is don't try to support the broker channel if you're not really it, you're really in it for your retail space. You know, just call it as it is, and we're cool mm -hmm. with that. Just make sure you stay within your track. Play it that way. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah, and you know, like I said, it's it, it was it was really refreshing to see it in there after yeah. all these years, and it was nice because our market is one that does have the money to spend um, on those ads, and that's and that's very good. Uh, if we could roll back a little bit, talking about you, you know, you can put it out there, but who's actually going to be buying houses? Yeah, twenty twenty one. You know, that rolls back to the whole idea of of how the stimulus is working, um, and 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 why they need to rethink how it's delivered. And I will tell you right now that there is a very alarming statistic that's just in the back of everyone's head, which is the share of wealth between 1980s, the early 1980s to now. And I'm going to, and Sheila Bear, who is the former uh, chair of the FDIC tweeted this out. So this is why I got this yesterday. And she's, and she was talking about in the, in the, in the guise of stimulus that the top, the, the upper class, the wealthiest people in the early 80s had 60% of the wealth. Now they have 80% of the wealth. Okay, the lower income class has remained pretty flat. So that means the middle income class, which is, you know, most of the potential home buyers at this point, the largest class 
by volume in the United States is the middle class. They've gone from 32% of the wealth to 17%. Wow. So what that means is that more and more people don't have enough money to buy a house. Hmm. And with home prices going up, the stimulus is trying to, and this is where we get to the important part, the stimulus is trying to address wealth inequality in America. So until we have a market that can adequately reflect that problem, then there's no amount of Super Bowl advertising that's marginally going to shift the needle either way. So that's just kind of, you know, sorry to bring it down. You were having fun there. But that is something that's in the back of my mind quite a lot. Um, And I hope that the stimulus, again, if it can evolve in a way to shift the wealth in an upward trajectory, then we're going to be in a creative place. And then we're going to see really everybody being able to get on this, not just the top three in the market, not just the top five, but the top 100. Mm. Now, that's what we want is we want the top 100 having a more accurate market share. And it's just it's strange because it is like the Super Bowl, extremely competitive. You know, the leaders at those companies, you know, each, each of them are very different. I've had conversations with each of them and I respect them. I respect their marketing teams and I respect where it is they're trying to go. But I think it's the other shops that need to have a little bit of an opportunity to take more market share. And that's how we need to think about it. And, and a lot of that is what you're doing, Josh, is you're having a lot of people on. You have the full spectrum. Like I said, you had, you had Rich on. I see you have all these guests on. And I, and I wish there was a lot more of that in the market. I agree. And I, I can't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more, especially right now with all that's happening in the industry. You know, 2020 was such a big year, but we need more people willing to share. We need more willing, more people willing to speak out and to bring positive influence. I, I couldn't agree with you more in the yeah. fact that I would love to see the top 100 be more present, not just mm-hmm. the top three, not just the top five. We, I think competitiveness, I think competition breeds opportunity. I think it breeds uh, more than anything. It helps us be better. I know I see people who, you know, try to compare themselves to what we do and it just helps us become better. I don't get, you know, I, I don't get mad. I just go out there and I try to become better, try to improve on myself. I don't need to be better than them. I just need to be better myself. So I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those situations where, you know, you just have these startups again, going back to our earlier conversation, thinking that they can throw money at the problem and somehow gain success. And it doesn't really capture the nuances of home ownership, which is one thing that gets mistaken is that, uh, you know, you get the sense that some of these companies would be more than happy to see failure of their competitors. You know, you you get the impression like with some of the more competitive uh, companies out there that they actually don't really want to see you around. They'd rather see you fail. And I think that kind of mentality while not prevalent does exist and it's kind of just unfortunate for the entire industry that there are some of those attitudes that prevail and and there's nothing we could do about it so what we can do is continue to highlight the positive highlight the love continue to be the one the only daily diary of the mortgage industry touching on the good the bad the ugly everything together We'll come out okay, man. Mic drop. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. 
Jacob Gaffney is just going to hit it on that note. That's what we are, ladies and gentlemen. Rising Shred, we are all about being the daily diary. We're going to bring you the good, the bad, the ugly, the things you need to know. And Jacob is always there at the forefront, always with his expertise and his knowledge. Expect it every single day. Subscribe right now. Click on the link so you can join the Rising Shred daily diary every single day. Jacob, as always, you're brilliant, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. Such, Thank you, Josh. Such See you next a week. brilliant episode. See you guys next week. Every single Monday, 9 a.m. Mountain Center time, you guys can join myself and Jacob Gaffney with rice and shred with the things you need to know within our industry with that we appreciate you we love you now it's time for all of you to go shred go show up hustle repeat every day see you guys